Hello, this is Prophetess Karina with a message for you on today about Sarah. I wanted to give you some background work on Sarah and uh, then bring it back uh, to Abraham, Sarah's connection to Abraham. And uh, we're going to do some connecting of dots right now. So come along with me on a journey, a short journey if you will, uh, through Genesis, uh, verse 21, chapters 22 through 30, let's see, 22 through 34. And thank you so much for joining me on today, this uh, January, and Happy New Year's, by the way, this January the 2nd, 2022. Now, Sarah, Abraham's wife was a powerful prophetess whose prophetic anointing was so prolific that she gained the recognition of governing officials. She was also known as a face-to-face prophet because of the sure-footed way in which she was able to prophesy. Sarah was known under three different names. And each one preceded the other. The first name was Yiska. Yiska meaning to see and beautiful. The second name, Sarai, which means quarrelsome. My uh, and my princess, and the third Sarah was indeed a figure of royalty in her day. Well, thirdly, Sarah meant uh, my I believe it was Sarah that means my princess. Oh, no, no, it wasn't, it was Sarai. I'm sorry. Had a little bit of a distraction there. Sarah means she knows because she was not only was she a seer, but she was a knower. And the name of this message is going to be today, before we get started with the meat of the situation, it's going to be a cutting away of the old to walk into a brand new life. Cutting away the old and walking into newness of life. Because when we're getting ready to go into something new, we're going to have to shed our old skins. Sometimes we're going to have to, and please bear with me, I have a a little bit of a throat scratchiness and Uh, from a little bit of an allergy cold, but I'm doing just fine. So we want to transition, if you will, into a brand new day safely and securely and not have a whole lot of uh, uh, gunfire chasing us into the brand new day. Especially when you have children on board. Sarah was a beautiful woman, but she was a barren woman. 
but with God all things are possible. And Hebrews 11.11 says that by faith Sarah was promised to bear fruit, a child. Or, um, I'm sorry, a child since she was past childbearing age. However, she considered him faithful who'd made the promise. With that said, Sarah was a citizen of the pagan world of that time. A city, she came from a city called Ur, located in Samaria. I'm sorry, yes, Samaria. She was a Samarian. She was located in a Samarian city, an impoverished and captive city. So she didn't start off with a a silver spoon in her mouth or gold spoon, however you might want to put that, but she did just fine. The land of the Chaldees was the area where she came from. So these were people who who practiced, uh, probably practiced witchcraft. There's no probably, they, I'm pretty sure that they were when you say, when they say paganistic, when it was a pagan uh, and impoverished and captive city, that means they, they were, they were trapped. They, they, they were good at trapping people. Uh, the city of the Chaldees were trappers um, and uh, people who operated with sat- by satanic means. Okay, so she was located in that that particular city. And what we know today as modern day Iraq, Sarah was the uh, half sister as well as the wife of Abraham and shared the same father, but different mothers, according to Genesis 20 and 12. So, um, This is important to highlight since we understand that in those days, genetics were purer than they are today. And intermarriage was not uh, detrimental to the offspring of unions between relatives. Um, And also in continuance to that uh, particular uh, part, It was the natural course of things to choose a mate from within their own tribes or family lineage. A cutting away, okay, okay, so um, now we're going to back up and we're going to go into Abraham's, uh, Abraham's connection to Sarah and why that was important. Pardon me, that was my sniffles telling on me. Okay, so we're going to read out of Genesis, uh, the 21st chapter, verse 22 through 34. At that time, Abimelech 
and Phicol, the uh, commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me and the country where you are living as an alien the same kindness I have shown to you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servant had seized. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard—I haven't heard anything about it today, uh, except for on today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. And the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock. And Abimelech asked Abraham, what is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So what was going on is there was a transfer happening. Wealth was transferring out of one man's hands, the king Abimelech, into Abram's hands. And there was a transfer of territory. Um, Abimelech was transferring land and wealth. No, no, no. Yeah, wealth into Abraham's hands. And at the same time, Abraham was transferring wealth into Abimelech's hands. So the money, there was a money exchange taking place. And Abimelech asked Abraham, what is the meaning of these, these, these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I, I dug this well. So that that place was called Beersheba because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made, at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol and the, uh, the commander of, of his forces returned to the land, to the uh, Philistines. Abraham planted a, a, a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called upon the name of the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. Okay, so that is the conclusion of this message on today. The the uh, the altar that Abraham built in the tamarisk tree was a um, a symbol, if you will, a peace. A peace. They made a treaty. They get they you know there was peace uh, between he Abimelech and Abraham and a monetary exchange. And so we but we all know that Abraham and Sarah then. Uh, became husband and wife. I just wanted to highlight Sarah for a particular reason. 
and you can figure out what that reason is in your spare time. And then also walk into Abraham's uh, prominence, not be, not just because of Sarah, but because they both were royal figures and they both were, uh, so they were a power couple, if you will. They both ha- uh, were... Uh, people of prominence in their in their era and so that concludes my message on today we've connected the dots between uh, Sarah and Abraham and we have then concluded that just because you start off you don't start off so great doesn't mean you can't end up in great places in Jesus name and uh, I will uh, until next time continued blessings This is Prophetess Karina Davis signing off. Thank you for joining me on today.